0: Okay, podcast, you stand by there. And we'll enter the studio. All right, looks like I'm doing okay there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to SportsCope. I'm alive now on all links here. Hey, hey, Limbaugh, looks like you're on the... uh, on the Instagram, straight flexing, my friend. Um, big show tonight, okay? Lionel Messi, famous uh, soccer star. His contracts ran out. I wouldn't. I could not believe. I still can't believe. It's been a day and a half. I still can't believe how much they paid this guy. Uh, I looked at some of the most valuable franchises in the world, sports franchises in the world. You guys will be you guys will be stunned at number one. And this is a very new, we're talking May of this year, Forbes did a study on the most valuable franchises, everybody. I'll uh, talk about that. Uh, Patrick Beverly, yeah, that was very Bushley. Uh, pushing Chris Paul like that from behind, uh, I'm calling for a suspension. Uh, that was really Bush league. Kudos to Chris Paul. The Suns, we'll talk about how much they've been overdue for a championship, everybody uh also gonna get into uh Bobby Bonilla day Bobby Bonilla day could you ever sign a contract that did not go into effect payment wise for eleven years so I think that's pretty uh I think that's pretty interesting but first money 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 like the O.J.s uh the song uh from the OJs I still listen to it. remember it used to be an intro to a TV show the apprentice show but also it was just a great song the OJ. uh money 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 uh, a lot of hysteria going on about this this NIL story pickles uh I tell you guys this This thing has taken on a life of its own. Uh, the NCAA, they were shocked last week or so by the, um, by the decision. So now, so now, you know, players can, uh, utilize their lightness. I did a lot of research on this. They can get agents now, uh, this can go on effect in all 50 states. There's certain rules. Uh collegiate-wise, the NCAA is not going to do anything. But there's certain rules in certain states uh when they can officially start. That being said, I think that they will uh that they will uh, do this immediately. I think this will get overlooked. Uh there there's been there was a uh, there was a uh, an old post there, Pickles, from Dabo Swinney, that said that if the players ever get paid, I may well, I, I might as well leave college and go coach in the professional leagues. That was from 2019. A lot of reporters are are putting this out there. Uh, I've listened to sports talk all day. Uh, you're having talks about. Uh, bigger parties for players, uh, potential harm that players can do, uh, getting this kind of money. And, I, and I, there was a good article MSPN. I'm going to read a, uh, here in a minute, about the, the, the uh, capabilities from using these marketing tools. And I just think that this newness and some of the comments that I'm reading on Twitter and Facebook, and I'm hearing people call in radio stations about this. And, and, and it's just, it's it's like when you go swimming. And you don't want to jump all the way in the pool because it's really cold. It's hot outside, but the pool's really cold. So when you, like me, I just say, you know what, forget it. I'm going to take my shirt off and go ahead and jump in the pool. And I'll have this sharp rush of shock. Hit my system, and that is what has hit uh, the college uh, bureaucrats, uh, coaches around the country, uh, the ones that are unprepared for this, and 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 some of the uh, fan base and parents and everything of of some of these student athletes. Uh, I, I think that's all it is. It's shock. It's 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 fear. Uh, some have utilized it as called it fear porn. And, and and I just don't think none of that's gonna come into effect. I think that there's gonna be some issues where players are, are going to be feeling more entitled. And I think that that there are going to be some issues, but I think what we will adjust. I think I think your Nick Nick Saban right now, folks, he is the voice. Of really all of college sports he's he's the coach football makes all the money okay football carries these schools and he's the best football coach now he's the greatest of all time I think the way he handles this and Alabama handled this situation then I think that others will follow okay and and I, I I think it's it now I think that he is a guy that has seen this coming for about two years, and he's prepared for this. I still don't think so, just like he's prepared for a football game, you know. And for instance, I, I think this fear of, of giving these young kids money uh, th- there's going to be five hundred to a million dollars in some cases made pickles from. Uh, Instagram endorsements from uh, shoe companies, logo companies. Even Clay Travis is like, he's playing devil's advocate. He said, well, what what if the guy's got a major contract with the school and he's a quarterback and he gets benched? Well, uh, major players get benched in the NFL that's not playing well. They get benched in the NBA if they're not playing well. So I think all that is much to do about nothing. So, and going back to Dabo Swinney, if Dabo Swinney wanted to go coach the pros, I thought he should have coached the pros two years ago anyways. He's already won multiple national championships. Uh, rumor is he he would like to take over for Dick Saban. Well, Nick Saban's going to be on for another seven years. If Dabo doesn't like this situation, there will be plenty of NFL jobs coming aboard. Uh you'll have your uh skeptics of of a guy like a Dabo Swinney saying that he's too folksy, he's more of a college guy and everything. I, I I don't believe that. I think a guy like that, he knows, he knows personnel. Uh he's a good family. He he will care. he let's check this out. He will carry his entire staff with him. His staff love him. He's had the same staff at Clemson. I want to say uh, 99% of his staff, unlike Nick Saban, for about 10 years. Uh, his defensive coordinator has been with him for the longest, been rumored to take many of jobs. So I, I do not think that – and I, well, actually, I do think that he should take a job. I think I think after this year, I think he'll get a little frustrated. And there, there was a um, – uh, odds of, of national championship holds in college football. What we are, by the way, we are ten weeks away from today. Pickles of the National Football League starting uh, Dallas versus Tampa. Now we're nine weeks away from uh, the college game, which I never watch. Those Thursday games are usually garbage, anyways. But Dabo Swinney now he opens up against Georgia this year. That's gonna be a great game that's a lot of NFL players uh, if he has a subpar season I can see him he's made a fortune already I would say he's probably made 40 50 million I know he's got like a 70 or 80 million dollar contract already with Clemson uh, if he goes to the NFL they'll have to buy that that contract out and and uh, settle that contract and give him more money than he's making now. I think he if he had a quarterback I can see him taken uh taking an NFL job next year because of this image and likeness that's been talked about today and i think he very well should if he gets fired uh he could take a uh a job under beneath him for a few years and then maybe wait out Saban and get that uh Alabama job if you can win at Clemson Clemson was Clemson and LSU were never anything in my lifetime until Nick Saban and Davos Swinney, It's not like Ohio state where they've had three good coaches, you know, uh, or three coaches, uh, to win national two to win national championships in my lifetime and others to get to the national or get to the playoffs, big bowl games. They never really fell off. Alabama's won multiple. Now na- I'll be 40 next month, this month, excuse me, God, uh, I'll be a man, I'll be 40, like the coach from uh, Oklahoma State there. Very overrated. That was funny, though. Uh, But anyways, so I think that, uh, you know, this guy's a great coach. Now, I I haven't heard anything. This was two years ago. He said that he would leave if if they start playing the players. So I, I think this is a beautiful day in the history of the game. Uh, Pickles, I don't know if you got a chance to watch Tuesday Sports Scope, everybody. I want to make this announcement for my uh, uh, Instagram followers and for my uh, podcast people because I'm having technical problems here in interviews. I did an interview with a Major League Baseball prospect on Tuesday, Caverius uh, Tears. He is going to um, be a... University of Tennessee commitment. That was Tuesday. Today, Kavarius could could get advertisement. I mean, he he could go do a, uh, a speech for a car lot or something, a, a energy drink. Yeah, yeah, uh, some clothing line, some uh, uh, something of that nature, a car. You know, stuff, something like that. And I think the worry is way over-exaggerated. Again, Joy Taylor from the College Coward Show, she reported today, players can technically get money managers and agents now. You know, they didn't say anything about a union or anything. They want to go that far. But that would probably be next to pay the players. I don't have an opinion either way on paying the players directly from the college. But the national image and likeness thing, uh, is long time overcoming but going back to Cavarius pickles this guy is is uh very much bigger IQ than I had or not IQ uh vocabulary than I had at at 18 years old these guys you know and I'll read you this ESPN article uh, they can make a half a million dollars a year in some cases uh but also, they have access to, if it's too much for a 20-year-old or an 18-year-old or whatever, they have uh, more access now than ever. You know, you've got school nurses. You've got, uh, you can get mental health counselors now uh, online. Uh, 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 you can go to rehab in secret if something ever got out of control. So these kids are more equipped and access at their fingertips to, 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 uh, you know, get out of a problem or to, to address a problem without having to even go to their parents if this money becomes too much of an issue. Uh, only thing I think you're going to see, you'll see like college game day, uh, the players to be dressing nicer, uh, they'll be driving nicer cars, you know, and again, uh, Carlos, uh, my friend, I don't know if you're on here on one of my links, sent me some messages, possibly meeting up you and your wife in the next few weeks. That'd be great if you're in the Nashville area. Uh, but when I started uh, Pickles, uh, Austin P. in August of 2002, I came back from New York. I was about 15. I was very light. I was in really good shape. I, I didn't have a car for a year. And... I was um, throwing football with some intramurals guys at flag football game and going out for passes. And guy's like, man, you are fast, man. You might want to try out for the football team. And I thought, I don't have any time to play flag. I, there's a lot of pretty girls there that played with us too. Uh, I just don't have time for that right now. But if I could have got $10,000 from a lightness campaign from austin p uh per semester if i could have got something like that you know you know Carlos i, I would have um i, I would have worked out and got in shape and maybe tried out for uh safety maybe maybe a nickel uh maybe slot receiver i'm mean, gonna add the speed i knew i probably couldn't have made the NFL when i was 21 20. But I possibly could have played for Austin P. If I could have got eight to ten thousand dollars per semester and some kind of commercial campaign for locals there, I would have done that. You know, I would have much rather have done that and stayed on campus and hung out more with my friends than go out and work the weekends like I did, two 12-hour shifts doing security. So I did that for four years. It's very difficult. I think these upper middle class people don't understand that. You know, people in – and I'm trying to put this a nice way because I'm pro-education. I've got a degree, guys. I've got a bachelor's. It's okay to go to school. But I think that that the the resistance against this, uh, these academic types, these are the same type of people, not all that want to push their ideology on students, the ones that don't want this, uh, the professors that envy the, ad, the athletes, uh, they think they get too much preferential treatment, uh, they they think they're overpaid. These are the people that want to push that uh, critical race theory garbage down people's throat. These are the kind of people who don't want to get you paid. I'm a capitalist. I, I think i'm I, I'm all about a business guys if you you know and like Jay billis said, like Jay billis said he says the fear is well uh people will be bidding on players, and Jay billis is a new graduate he said well, that's called business. the Supreme Court uh Brett Kavanaugh says in any other profession where you were told you can't make extra money outside of what you are being paid for in the scholarship is antitrust this any other field this is antitrust so this should have been a long time coming uh i I just don't think the world is going to come to an end i think this is going to be good i think you're going to have some you're going to have some problems uh uh with uh, with boosters and all that but I don't. I just think it'll work itself out. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world as we know it. I think that it's going to be new. It's going to be clunky, uh, but it, it, it's just not going to be as bad as we think it is. Again, it's it's the jumping in the pool. It's that sharp fear, the 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 uh, the goosebumps, pickles, because people are afraid. Um, Supreme Court. Uh, no, corporate America despises this Supreme Court. I will argue that they they despise, susp- and it's political, and that's okay. But I know that they su- despise these people. Uh, uh, the, the 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 Supreme Court are cap. It's a lean as capitalists, and the other ones did not want to do that. People who want to control you are the people. These academic types. So that's what I disagree with. Next comment. These smaller universities will suffer. Well, Carlos, uh, they'll get um, they'll still get theirs. They'll still get the. I, I think they'll still get locals and everything. The smaller universities always suffer, uh, not unless they go get their butt kicked by a big a big university, of Tennessee or or, or uh, uh, Alabama or somebody like that. You know, not unless that happens. So this is what ESPN. They got an article already out, uh, guys that says, very interesting. This is by Dan Murphy. Uh, see the scenario. And, I, and I'm flagging through it because there was some interesting takes that they had that uh, potential earnings, non-revenue athlete, zero to 1,000, market size would be... a di- uh, The athlete, and then like they said, like I said that they would do. They would not uh, uh, be able to use the school's likeness. Just like the school shouldn't be able to tell you how to use your likeness. That's why that that was one, uh, the copyright infringement or whatever was against the NCAA football game. But I was okay with that. That's what I thought. Okay, resources needed. Uh, what did they say? In the big schools... People can make up to fifty to two hundred fifty thousand, up to a hundred thousand, and these are for Olympic athletes. Fifty to two fifty. Football people can make up to five hundred thousand. I think that's probably per semester. I don't even know if that's even the whole year, per se. Uh, revenue athlete. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just, and that's just things that. Companies can do with all the uh, players, the ones it's not going to be the stars. That you think about your guys like your five-star Alabama players, like this guy right here. There was a guy, pretty interesting comment. What did he say? Evan O'Neill, Evan Neal, offensive tackle for Alabama. He says uh, according to NCAA, starting July the first, student athletes. And uh, have, have granted permission to capitalize on name, image, and likeness. When that goes into effect, student athletes are going to be able to brand ourselves and other business and companies and any other local companies, local uh, Carlos, that may use my social media as a platform to promote commercials, uh, etc., etc. to brand models. My DM is open for business if interested. DM me at midnight. <laughs> and I thought, more power to you, Evan Neal. So it's going to be that's going to be the easy money. Uh, somebody mentioned cameo uh, pickles. Cameo is one of those uh, is one of those things where you uh, you do it over your phone. You you tell somebody happy birthday in a message or something like that. Uh, uh, now, what I would like to see, if I'm a marketing guy. Or if, if I'm if I'm advising one of these players, uh, you want to do your best cameos like after a big Saturday night football game in Alabama. Say, for instance, you uh, you have a running back for Alabama, and this guy scores three touchdowns. Say a Derrick Henry or somebody, and people are all watching the game and uh, Junior's birthdays that day. Well, that's probably after that long game. If if I am that player, I'm going to keep my phone on all night. I'm not even going out to the bars. I'm going to do Cameo all night long for people to ask me questions. Uh, happy birthday to Junior there. And you get paid extra amount of money for, just to do it over your phone. through the Cameo app. Uh, yeah, I had three touchdowns today. Maybe get some kind of to talk to you. Expand that Cameo and make $10,000, 15000 $30,000 on Saturday night after the football game. Something of that nature is going to be the norm, everybody. So I'm excited about it. I'm happy for the students, man. Uh, I just think it's been a long time coming, you know. And other news. Today is Bobby Bonilla Day. You know, and Bobby Bonilla is, you know, it took me a while to figure out if any athlete wants branding in they will contact me. There you go, Carlos. You can use my platform. Maybe you throw me some uh, cash there for that, brother. But anyways, so let me ask you guys this. Would you sign a contract? Say, for instance, if a team owed you $5.9 million, You had a few big in the bank, but they owed you $5.9 million, but that team said... We will pay you in 11 years. 11, we're, we want to defer that money for 11 years. But here's the, here, here's the big incentive. Instead of paying you 5.9, we will pay you 1.19 for the 25 years after that 11 years at an 8% interest rate. Now, he was 37 years old at this time. And I'm thinking to myself, if you told me, pickles, if you told me now that I'll pay you 1.19 million dollars in 11 years from now for the next 25 afterwards, I would say yes, yeah, sure instead of the five point one if if i had enough money to make it off now i would do that now if i was 27 there's no way but bonilla it's like taking the cash option for the um for the powerball for a lottery instead of taking the lump sum you take the cash option but I guess they thought maybe he'll die, or so. I don't know what the Mets were thinking. They freed up some money then to make a play for other players. But Bonilla gets that check every single year, and the new owner celebrates it July the first every single year. Uh, this rich owner now he could buy this thing out at any time. But I would set up a trust for my family. You know, if I, I'm not married, but you know uh i'd set it up for one of my nieces or somebody now maybe i would get married if i had that kind of money but i would probably do that now but it, it depends on how old i was when i would take that kind of deal but i never knew the the details of that i thought it was that they owed him 20 million dollars and they wanted to pay him just a little extra. So he got 20, he's getting 25 million plus, excuse me, he's getting 29.8 million pickles over this time versus 5.9 million 22 years ago. I still think that's pretty good because Bobby Bonilla made quite a bit of money prior to that $5.9 million needed anyways. So that's just like a check every year, every single year. I think it's pretty interesting stuff. I would, um, I would probably do it now, but I, I may have not done it at 27 or even 20. So Lionel Messi's contract ended uh, today, and now he's going to become a college football player. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Lionel Messi... What what the most famous him and Ronaldo and I talked to you guys the other day Ronaldo uh, during a Coca Cola sponsored event he took the Coca Cola and pushed it off to the side and their stock went down the stock went down for the for the company Uh, they lost some points which I was rejoicing in because I I don't like what Coca Cola stands for nowadays so Lionel Messi for Barcelona's six. $174 174 million for only four-year contract just ended. Uh, last I checked, uh, guys, that they're still uh, they're still negotiating a new contract for the 34-year-old soccer world superstar. Now, that obviously it blows away any other contract in sports history. I mean, you divide four. Times six hundred dollars, six hundred and seventy-four million dollars. That's more than some small market organizations. And I'll tell you, this here's the here's the kicker to this, guys, that I looked up, and this is a Forbes magazine up to date article that they are not, you guys will not guess which organization in the entire world, not the United States, is the most valuable? So I'm still trying to figure out and I, I researched this yesterday. I researched this this morning. I researched this with my spare time this afternoon. and this is the, this is, this was in May. This article was published in May on um, Forbes. And the Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in the world right now. Uh, They're valued at $5.7 billion. Uh, And Jerry Jones paid $150 million for them back in 1989. You talk about a good investment. So it's $5.7 billion. The Knicks, Carlos, hold on, guys, are, are second. Hold on. Let's see, let me uh, so the Knicks are second. And bar uh, going down uh Barcelona's third at four point three six. Uh five year change in value. They went up thirty-four percent. Club members on the team. Uh but so I so essentially the, the Cowboys are, are are worth more. The revenue is not the same, so uh, it's got to be something to do. Uh, why they're willing to play uh, Messi, that kind of money, which is way more than any other baseball team or any other national league, national foot. Now, of course, we know we got less soccer players. I get that, but you would think baseball, because the Yankees are number two. Uh, the Yankees, uh, well, excuse me, yeah, the Na- Yankees are second. At 5.2, the Knicks are three. Barcelona soccer is four. So why aren't the eight? Why aren't the Knicks getting paid that kind of money? Uh, part of it is, is probably television, but you would think that would be equated in the value. I think it's some kind of licensing. I think it's something to do with uh, Barcelona jerseys, uh, Bar- Barcelona shorts. Uh, uh, apparel because you got to think about it, guys. Soccer is just more of a popular sport. Soccer is all throughout South America. Then you got to go all throughout Europe. Uh, we're just now playing NFL games in London. Now, there's been talking years from now to, that they're going to do NFL in Berlin. Now, we know about the China and the NBA. Uh, I'm surprised that the NBA players aren't making even more money than that. But soccer is still dwarfs on a world circuit than the others. Oh, Flugo, okay. Speaking of the Mets. Yeah, and so there's some kind of international revenue system going on for that. Uh, But Messi, uh, I want to say he's the first billionaire active athlete now jordan's worth over a billion and i think lebron's pretty close um in case you're wondering roger federer uh probably the best tennis player of my lifetime now he is um federer uh, is up there like 450 million now a rod's made 457 in baseball so there's a lot of money in professional sports. I guess that's, like I said, that that's just the theme of today's show, guys. Uh, these big contracts and other news. Uh, Maria Taylor from ESPN is wanting to hold out and get money. Uh, now she's pretty good. Now, I will say this: she she calls basketball, football. She does a lot of traveling uh, and and does. Uh, I think she even does some sports center. That Maria Taylor from ESPN sent been there since 2012. She wants around eight million dollars. And ESPN, remember they had to cut Kenny Main, uh, his contract, they let Mike Golick go. Uh, they're hemorrhaging money because they didn't have live sport they have a lot of live sports last year. And if she doesn't have and what uh Larry Merchant, I've not merchant. I was reading in the New York Post that I was reading in the New York Post that they don't even know if Bria Taylor's even got another offer on the table. She shouldn't let her ego get the best of her. If it's me, do a short-term contract, give the sports world some time to generate the money back up. Give this machine some more time to get rolling. And then maybe do another contract. That was just in the news. A lot of discussion about money. Yeah, yeah. Federer, um, Federer makes a fortune. I mean, these international athletes, uh, you know, armbands, uh, clothing lines, headbands. Uh, Tiger Woods, with those that golfing apparel. Uh, but soccer's just—it's just in more countries, you know. And, and tennis—I don't even watch that much tennis no more. It's different, but how the United States is still really different from the world when it comes to that kind of popularity. Now, um, skipping skipping around here, folks. Now we've got some NBA finals. We've got half of it set up. Phoenix, uh, man—that's kudos to Chris Paul. Told you guys, I think they've been playing the best basketball statistically. I uh, like what they're doing. By the way, Beverly Patrick Beverly uh, five two to five games suspension next year and a big fat fine. Uh, that was Bush League. When people said that they were, somebody told me. So you know, uh, Paul got pushed in the back earlier. Uh, I thought that that was towards the end of the game, and that was a basketball play uh that that you know Paul made it a layup and 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 Beverly pushed him because he got past him no they pushed him when they were walking past each other after the game now that's bush league uh he needs to be suspended for that he needs to be made an example of that so i'm happy for for Paul now as far as the Phoenix Suns are concerned the last time they got here close to this was back in 2007, when they played the Spurs and Robert Ory in a critical um, game four, where the Suns were leading. He hip checks, uh, he hip checks Steve Nash out of bounds, and it gets the players amped up for the. Um, who was it? They lose two players here, and one of them was say was Amari Stoudemire. It was uh, Amari Stoudemire stepped over the line. He got suspended because he was on the bench. You're not supposed to do that. And Raja Bell, both of them got suspended for one game. Well, that in a tight series, that was over with. I I think they would have won the series, Phoenix, if that wouldn't have happened. Uh, so that ended up happening. They, they, uh, the Spurs won that series. I want to say in six, and then later they swept the freaking Cleveland, the Cavaliers. So when you go back to '93, they went six games with the Bulls. That was the best Barkley's ever played. Kevin Johnson. Uh, that was a solid team. They just ran into Michael. So, and prior to that, they haven't won. They haven't won before the um, the ABA-NBA merger, August 5th, 1976. So kudos to them. They're due just like Chris Paul. Chris Paul is like that one guy that you follow his your whole career and everything lines up, and he finally gets a shot at it. Now, I'm not giving it to him yet. He still got four more games to win, and it looks like the Milwaukee – is Milwaukee still winning, guys? They were winning last time I checked, but they—they they have been no okay. Yeah, seventy-seven, sixty-three. It's still up by fourteen without Giannis. But who knows? That'll probably go seven games. You know, uh, Dan Marley. Yeah, that was the other name I was trying to think of. Pickles. Yeah, Dan Marley. Uh, but those teams are very, very close. And you just happy that they find he finally got it, just about like Dirk Nowinski. Uh, you know uh he, he he chokes up in the 2006 series comes back five years later against the same uh Dwayne Wade team and they come back and win he finally gets that championship uh, uh and, and wins it you still you get put into another category once you actually win that championship you know Gary Payton same thing push push push. Finally got one with the Miami Heat. Not so much luck for a Barkley or a Pat Ewan, but uh, you know I'm happy for the guy. Uh, as far as, as the other, it's, it's unfortunate. I don't know if Milwaukee. I mean, even if Giannis comes back, how, how much, how much of a is he going to be uh, to be able to beat this Phoenix team? So this is probably the closest that he's ever going to get. He being uh, Chris Paul, everybody. All right. Okay. Bobby Bonilla. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the co- speaking of college football, now the rankings, the odds came out. This is early, folks. I'm going to talk as much as I can about I don't know if I'm going to go through every team, every major conference, but I will talk Um the major conferences, the interesting teams this year, the top 25 this year, what I I really – but the early odds that I've came out, and, of course, Alabama, this is from – I want to say this is from pro football. Well, this is from DraftKings Sportsbook. Alabama plus 225, Clemson second. I'm surprised Clemson is second. I actually thought that maybe – that maybe Georgia will be second or Ohio State. But Clemson second, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, I actually think Georgia may be first or second, uh, even though Kirby smart. This team has been short over the years. Now, again, this class has the most five stars in it that's a junior this year, this junior class. And they're supposed to have – Georgias supposed to have a much better quarterback from a talent perspective this year uh coming in. So I've called for them to win it twice. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win it. I, you know Oklahoma's four from this uh tie, they're plus 650 the four favorite they could very well with Shane Radler uh win it with this with the, with him and Lincoln Riley at coach there. Now, Iowa State at six. Now, that's a little high. LSU at seven. I think they're going to underachieve. Now, if you were plus 4,000 at Texas A&M, now you're talking Jimbo Fisher, a guy who's already won a national championship. His teams have played Alabama tight every single year. I want to say they beat Florida, a good Florida team this past year. Uh, Alabama seems to pull away from them at the end, of course like they pull away from everybody. But I think they very well could be the second team in the West. They very well may be uh, the second team in all of the SEC, which means they'll be a second team in all of college football. I just don't know about their quarterback situation. I was just looking at this today. I didn't get a chance. Excuse me. I didn't get a chance to really study all this. I just know about the coaches. Uh, Now, Texas. Texas is 10. They may be a bargain. Remember, they're bringing in that Alabama offense from the former Alabama offensive coordinator. Uh, They have been built up through the previous coach there at the University of Texas. They could be a major, major sleeper this year, even though they moved on because the talent's already there. Uh, I wasn't in love with the hire. That they made, uh, I forgot the guy's name. Now he used to be the uh, he used to be the offensive coordinator at Alabama. He was also the head coach at Washington and then USC. Uh, Steve Sarkisian, excuse me. Yeah, so Sark wasn't a big fan, but you know what? He was a big part of putting in that Mac Jones offense that 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 you know that had a record offense last year. That was the best offense in the history of college football uh, last year. He had the highest rating, I think, in, in college football history uh, was Mac Jones. So you don't quite have that Alabama-level talent, but a lot of the talent was already there. So that Red River rivalry, guys, will be huge again this year. That will be Rattler, uh, a potential Heisman Trophy winner, Another guy that was probably going to make a lot of money from this NIL, that that Oklahoma player. And then, of course, whatever, uh, the Sark, what player he decides to put out there. You know, the, the coach before him was recruiting well. They just would, they wouldn't playing up to par. They weren't consistent enough. Uh, they went toe-to-toe with that championship LSU team uh, in 2019 and almost beat them. And, again, I still stand by what I said the other day about Ed Orseron. If uh, his name comes up in this suit uh, with this uh, Title IX and this right thing, lawsuit, uh, this class action deal, uh, and he's still coaching at a mediocre level, if he has three, four, five losses again, plus the bad seasons prior to the miracle season in 2019, because he signed a big contract, they may try to fire him, LSU, for calls, realizing that this was a Gene Chiswick type of hire where guy had one great year and uh he's been pretty mediocre to bad. They may use that to uh to get out of that uh paying him. Just food for thought. I'm always looking ahead. You know, Tennessee used that to get rid of the coach that they had. So it's a lot to talk about. It's very early on that. And uh, speaking of finding and money, it looks like Washington uh, will pay ten billion dollars as a res- uh, to the league. They were fined by the NFL for their team's culture problem. Uh, that money would be donated to charity. So <laughs> uh, you know, it's, we're in the Me Too world, everybody. You know, and that that's in the NFL. And now, of course, his wife is supposedly taking over everything. Uh, That's Daniel Snyder's wife. We'll we'll see how that Washington thing. It's taking a while. It looks like they're going to get it. They're getting it back together, though. But anyways, everybody, I will be back on uh, uh, Tuesday around 9 p.m. Central Time. Now, if you want to check me out on the um, Mac and Jack show, check out the Northeast Streaming Sports on uh, uh, YouTube or uh, back, M-A-C-S Sports on Facebook. I'll be on there doing my appearance on uh, Sunday morning, like I do everywhere, around 7.30 a.m. Central Time. So I'm still working on this Patreon thing. I've got to get my image and lightness up for sale. I've got to get some money going here for Sports Scope and uh, we will get this all squared away. Have a good night, everybody. I will be back on around that time. Again, we'll uh, be talking a little basketball, and uh, we'll see how this other stuff plays out here. I'm pretty sure. Uh, The NFL, again, we are 10 weeks away from the NFL. So have a good one, everybody. I will see you otherwise Tuesday at around 9 p.m. Central Time here on Sports Scope. Thank you, Instagram. Thank you, podcast.